It's that time of year. College decisions are in, and it's a crazy time for seniors in high school. I know, personally, I don't really have any experience in the topic because I'm a junior, but I have a lot of senior friends, and I'm very lucky to have learned and watched them go through this process. We're going to be talking about that and so much more on the 16th episode of Lemonade. Hi, everybody. My name is Shai Davis, and welcome back to Lemonade. I have a very exciting guest... Hi, um, my name is Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi, Shy. That was very awkward, but it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Um, Megan is one of my many senior friends that I have. We both go to Westview together. We're very heavily involved in our theater company. Megan is president, and I am <laughs> PR. <laughs> So we do all the things. <laughs> um, we I've known Megan since my freshman year, and um, I don't know. We've been close since then, and mm-hmm. yeah. So very exciting, Megan. Yes. You went through the college process, and it's a <laughs> lot. So I just brought you on the podcast today to talk about college decisions because I've talked a lot about different process like different steps in the college process but this is kind Uh of like the closing one because this is kind of the last step of the process so um I know you made your final decision you can say it Mm -hmm. at the end of your little spiel if you like but I was wondering if you kind of wanted to take us through that process from the beginning from the essays to visits and everything in between and then I'll kind of just like cut it so so. sure so let's see where to start so when I first started applying to colleges um all I was hearing was how behind I was from all my friends you know they're all like oh I already sent in five applications it's like mid-November I'm sitting there I'm like oh no I'm like, not mid-November. It was earlier than that. But I was like, so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so behind. Everyone's already applied to their schools and I probably missed all the deadlines. And now I'm not going to go to college. (laughs) And it's that (laughs) downward spiral. Every single step of the way, I would sit there and be like, this one small mistake that I'm making is going to make me not go to college. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not true. And I wish that someone had literally set me across the face and been like, stop. Literally, like, everything is so flexible if you make it. Mm -hmm. So as I started applying, um, first thing I did was just um, talk to my counselor, like, right away. I'm blessed to have a very kind and involved counselor, um, assigned to me through school. Um, and she was just like, yeah, here are some, like, she gave me some tips and tricks for the application process. And like, she advised me to set deadlines for myself well before the actual deadline so that I could adjust to any hiccups. Um, so yeah, after that, I, started browsing for schools that I wanted to go to. And at first I like thought for sure that the Northwest was the place for me. Like I was like so ready to go to like mm-hmm. Washington or Oregon, maybe even Colorado. I was so ready to just go. 
Um, and so I was like, you know, looking at like Eastern Washington University, Western Washington, U of O, OSU, um, you know, oh, all dad. the stuff up there. My dad went to <laughs> um, or yeah. go next. <laughs> go next. <laughs> um, so, and then I just kind of decided like on a complete whim. I remember one day it was the day after like my third vaccine and I was decked. <laughs> um, and I had been thinking to myself about college and I was like, you know, maybe I should just shoot out a few applications in California just to be safe. Um, so I just, on a whim, sent out some CSU applications to like Sacramento, San Francisco, and God, what was the third? It's not important. What was it though? Anyways, <laughs> um, so I sent out some applications. Oh, the third one was San Jose. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because uh, if I was, I was like, if I'm going to be in California, I'm going to be in the Bay Area. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I made a little list that was just like schools, what they need from me in my application, the price to apply, the price of admission and all that kind of funky stuff. Um, and fun stuff. I made fun stuff. fun stuff. One of the one of the things I'm really glad I did was just I kept using spreadsheets just like keep myself yeah. super organized like I'm not an organized person but I just kind of like pulled myself together for application I was like if there's one time in your life that you're gonna be organized you're gonna do it now <laughs> <laughs> um so just all the all my deadlines lined up um and yeah so then um most of my applications were through the common app um and so a lot of the Common App essays are very broad. It's like... Yeah, you can basically um, write about any anything. Literally. One of the prompts is like, if you don't like any of these prompts, you can literally just submit an essay. I know. I know someone from... Like, and I heard someone be like, oh yeah, I submitted this narrative that I wrote like a few years ago that I really liked. I was yeah. Like, well, good for you. That's what I... <laughs> that's what I really like about the common app. It's like, it's so broad and, um, yeah, it gives you so much you can really, yeah. yeah, you can really mold it into like, you can really mold it to yourself. Yeah. And, um, so the next, I would say hardest step was the essays. Um, and I, they were hard for a different reason for me. Cause I applied to, I think, nine schools but only six required um like essays which in retrospect isn't a lot with the common app because there's the general common app essay and then there's like some schools can ask you to write an additional supplement um and i only have like right three supplements that were like 200 words so for my common app essay i picked the prompt that was like name a time that you failed or something like that and um i've had many uh, the list of my failures could go on like the star wars intro like it could just go and go and go um and so the one that really stuck with me was when i failed math twice (laughs) um and that's like i don't know that kind of stuff like you really want to take something that's like an actual life event. Like, honestly, 
making stuff up will only get you so far. Um, if you, (laughs) if you can like pick something up, that's like a significant change. Like I have friends who have written about like, you know, a close friend or a family member who passed away or like, um, you know, some like a significant life event that changed your outlook. And I think that those situations are probably like the most appealing to college um admissions counselors um so for mine i love to use this thing called parallel structure where it's it's like saying something consistently throughout the entire essay and i started my essay going i'm not a math person i've never been a math person and like just um yeah but the main thing that I would say you want to include in your essay is you can talk about a time that you failed, but you have to curve it and at the end talk about why it bettered you yeah, and why it makes course, you yeah. a better candidate. Yeah, you um, can't be just like, I failed math. Let me, let me into college. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're going to talk about a failure – you have to talk about how you turned that failure into a success. Yeah. And I talked about how um, it like made me more resilient and it made me more confident in myself and not relying on validation from others. Um, and also just being able to put your head down and work. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think that almost every school that I applied to with that essay, I got into, except for, like, two, and they were, like, private schools. Um, So, yeah. So, the essay portion, I just spent a lot of time reading, rereading, editing, and making people edit it for me. Literally every person that I could access to have them read my essay, I would ask them to read and edit my essay. Because you want to make your essay as, like... Yeah. You want to make sure that anyone can read it and get the point. Mm-hmm. And get that you're a good candidate, regardless of who they are. Yeah. So, um, I finished those, sent out my applications, and then completely forget about them for three months. <laughs> um, I just... I so badly just wanted to be done with everything and just to be, like, okay, I, like... It's out of my head, out of sight, out of mind. Um, and then decisions start rolling in. Um, and I, my confidence was so low about all my decisions because I have a quote, quote, low GPA. I sit around a 3.2 academically, 3.1818. Like, I don't have super high grades. Um, so I was like convinced that all these schools were going to be like, we like the essay, I guess, but that GPA, that GPA. <laughs> um, so I just got completely hung up on that. And I just convinced myself that I wasn't going to get in anywhere. I got my first decision back around, it was super early, like November, December ish. And it was from San Francisco state. And I got accepted. And I was like jarred. I was like, what? I remember when that happened. 
I was shocked. I was like, are you, what? Like they, what? (laughs) Um, And so then my two other CSUs decisions came shortly after Sacramento and then San Jose. San Jose sent me their acceptance email at one in the morning. And then the site was down at one in the morning. So I was sitting there lying awake, my eyes bug-eyed. I'm like, oh my God, why would they send an acceptance letter at 1 a.m.? They rejected me. They totally rejected me. (laughs) So I was just lying there. I'm like, oh my gosh. And conveniently, I got that San Jose letter while I was visiting San Jose. (laughs) So um, then... After that, I was like, okay, CSUs are in. At least I have options. Um, And then more come in. I get my Oregon State acceptance. Um, U of O comes in. Um, And then my other two, my my two rejections, my San Francisco, University of San Francisco, and Willamette, which is a small private school in Oregon. I just kind of, uh, so the San Francisco one came while I was at an improv practice. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, the entire day, it was all I could think about. Um, And finally, at improv practice, I looked down at my phone, see an email come in. There's been an update to your, uh, whatever it is, portal. And I was like, oh my God, oh crap. And so I step in, I, I step out of practice open the email, go to my portal, change my password like three times because God knows what. (laughs) And then finally, after all that work, we regret to inform you that we cannot offer you acceptance to the University of San Francisco. (laughs) I was devastated. At that time, University of San Francisco was my top pick. I was mortified. Mm -hmm. Um, Because just, I don't know, I loved it. I loved that it was in the heart of San Francisco. Um, And I just, everything about it, I loved. Um, And then I saw that letter and I was like, oh, no. And then a few weeks later, um, we're on a theater field trip at Laser Tag. And I, I step into the bathroom to see a rejection from Willamette. And I'm like, ugh. It just happens to you at the, like, worst time. Yeah. Just, like, while I'm hanging out with people, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Improv practice, denied. (laughs) During laser Laser tag tag. (laughs) of all times. So, um, I got those two, and I was like, okay. Because I had been, like, going around telling people, like, yeah, you know, I love San Francisco. I love the city, and I love the campus, and people seem really happy to be there. And I was, like, so, like, yes, this is where I'm going to go. And then I got rejected. <laughs> um, and so then I was like, okay, I've got to start considering my other options. Um, and I was like, I'm going to try and wait until financial aid comes out and then see where I'll go from there. And this was the hardest part of the process for me um, because the whole thing was where is the money going to go? Um, and my top pick was University of Oregon. And obviously, as a California resident, um, you don't get in-state tuition. So I was, like, really hoping 
hoping that there would be some kind of out-of-state benefit that they would really like my Common App essay and be like, wow, we should give her a full-ride scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not what happened. So financial aid starts rolling out. San Francisco State offered me a basically full ride, but I did not like San Francisco State. Um, just, it felt... It, like, it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... When you know, you know. Yeah. And then... So I didn't get, get any other aid. Well, Sam, Sacramento came out shortly after. But they didn't give me much. But because it's in-state tuition, it's still, like, attainable without yeah. so much aid. Um, and then... I wait, and I wait, and I get my OSU aid, which was about 13 k per year. Um, which made it better, but it's still 36 um, without room and board. Right. So that was just kind of, like, not happening. Um, And then finally, I wait, and I get my U of O financial aid. I open the email, and I go to my portal, change the password again, because I – can't do the whole password thing um i open it and i just see a bunch of loans and no um grants or anything um and i looked to my left to see someone else opening their u of o portal and they had gotten like a pretty substantial scholarship and i was just devastated because like rejected from my first one and then my second one I got into but I couldn't go because of the money um so that was just like devastating because I was just like I I loved U of O and I just everything about it I was like obsessed with um but it just you know it's not in the cards you can't drop 50,000 plus room and board per year um for your bachelor's degree. Um, so uh, I start, you know, taking in my other options, um, really considering the California schools now. Um, and I go back to um, Sacramento to visit, just to walk around the campus. And um, I, I don't know. I hadn't really considered the CSUs because I was so locked in on San Francisco and U of O. But then I really started looking around Sacramento and I was like, hmm, I can I can really see myself here. So um, eventually, um, after a lot of like me being very unsure in myself and really, really scared to make the decision, I was just like, I was comparing myself to others, you know, at Westview, everyone kind of goes to these super prestigious schools, you know, Berkeley, UCLA, and um, all these, like, big names. And, um, like, I would just hear about, oh, I'm going to, like, this, you know, super hard-to-get-in university, um, and I just, I was, like, sitting there about to make my decision, I'm like, am I selling myself short? Am I making the wrong decision? And like, is this going to be the place for me? And then the more that I thought about it outside of other people's scope, like regardless of what people thought of me, I felt really solid in Sacramento. 
and like all that it had to offer and just the environment of the school I just loved and um I just kind of it was almost like a kind of full circle moment because in my common app essay I had written about me not wanting to let other people's opinions drive what I do and that almost drove my college decision Mm -hmm. um but then I just kind of had a moment where I stepped back and I was like okay um like this is our decision and it's not the end of the world it's just another step and so um I ended up deciding on Sacramento and now we're here and you seem very (laughs) happy about it which is what matters yes I am I'm very excited it's very exciting, and I think, um, yes, the past two years of college stuff has been so weird and unfair and mm-hmm. so so many, but I think what's really great is colleges are starting to take into account extracurriculars as, like, Absolutely. one of the main things, and I think, yes, like you said about having a low GPA, of course GPA t- is taken into account, but I think... They're really looking at your essays and your extracurriculars. And especially this is something like I talked about with my mom is like not like people will do a lot of extracurriculars, but they'll start it like junior year or beginning a senior year just because it looks good on college apps. But you want those authentic people that have been doing things since the beginning. Like for me, like. My list of extracurriculars is long. Like, it's long, but I've been doing each of them for years. Like, it's not something that I just started. And I know it's the same for you, and I know it's the same for all the people who got into good schools. And there's a school for everyone. There is is a school for everyone. I personally believe that. But, um... And also, like, for people listening who are who feel like they're behind, you're not. Like, look at what happened with you. Like, you were perfectly fine. Like, you you got it done. Yep. You were able to do it, and it worked out in your favor, and you're going to school where you're happy, and mm-hmm. that's all that matters. I know I'm just really yeah. ahead of the game. <laughs> like, extremely ahead. Like, writing my essays now ahead. But that's also, be- that's also because <laughs> I'm gone for seven weeks, without a computer, yeah. like, no t- no time to contact my counselor, no time to work, which is great, exactly. going on a, going to Israel, like, I'm very excited, Woo! very, very excited, but that's why I'm ahead, but, yeah. um, yeah, thank you for giving us your story, I think everyone's <laughs> college decision story is so different, and I, like, yeah. I think I've learned personally so much from, all of our senior friends at school mm-hmm. just through the process. I've been with so many of you guys when you get your <laughs> letters. It's really <laughs> funny. Like this one time, it was the first acceptance that I heard of. It was Morgan, and we were at lunch, our friend Morgan, and we were at lunch. Mm-hmm. We were just sitting um, in a circle outside, and someone was like, oh, the University of Oregon acceptances have gone out and we're gonna say I applied there early because I wanted to hear back and 
And she's like, but I applied like a week ago. And like, I sent in my application a week ago. And we're all like, check your computer. And it was like a rush. And like, she was like, I got in. And we're like, you got into college. And it was just like, she's not not going to school there. But like, it's just like, it's an experience. And yeah, the first one is always super. I remember how excited you were when you're like, I got into college, guys. And you're like. Literally screaming. I know, it was so cute. (laughs) Okay. It's like... Oh, no, keep going. No, keep going, keep going. No, I was just going to say, everyone was applying early decision ahead of me. I did not do early decision. (laughs) I Yeah. Like, I, if anything, it was like regular decision, and there were a few where I was like, "Mm, I'm a little late. Like, literally, you just have to call your admissions counselor, and they'd be like, yeah. Just send it as soon as you can. I know. They're like, it's fine. Hey, you're going to college, and that's what matters. So I wanted to talk a little bit about going to a competitive school because Mm. we go to a very competitive school. We go to Westview High School, and I know that there are a lot of competitive schools in other districts, but I'd say out of all the schools in our district, we're probably – the most competitive when it comes to, like, comparing, like, things. I hate yeah. our college culture at our school. It sucks. It's Absolutely. so annoying. People are bragging. The AP culture is horrible. Ugh. Like, the pressure I felt to, like, have to take, like, 70 APs my t- in my time in high school. Like, it's just, we, like, I it's love insane. our, like, I love our school. The support we get from our teachers, it's great. Uh, like, awesome, but the col- the college culture there is no fun. So, if you have any experience in that that you want to say something about. Yeah. So, I was lucky enough to get both of my APs online. <laughs> um, and the AP and honor culture at Westview, there's, like, ups and downs to it. Like... My first, like, I don't know what to call it, like, you know, extra, like, my my first hard class, for lack of a better word, um, was honors, was <laughs> honors humanities, and um, I did not, like, I, I did not see myself taking humanities, but um, my teacher was just like, you have to push yourself a little bit in life or you're not going to get anywhere. And I was like, you know what? It's true. And if I get there, I'll just drop. <laughs> like if I don't like it and I'm like, no, this is too much. I'll just drop. And literally at the beginning of the class, she's like, this is going to be hard. If you don't think you can handle it. Drop. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay. So I did. Um, <laughs> and then... So that ended up pushing me into the honors AP English route, which ended up working out really well for me. I loved it. But um, then it went to when I was like, oh, I should take some other APs um, so that, you know, just in general, so I can challenge myself. And so um, I ended up taking AP Psych. And, psych! uh, And my personal favorite, Second personal favorite, mm, one of my favorite classes <laughs> that I've ever taken. Um, Wait, you took is, it online, though. 
I did take it online. It's still my favorite. Um, you had an AP easy. hug, human geography. I will shove it down anyone's throat. Like the moment I get the chance, I love that class. Um, but I did not do as well as I thought I would. I like, I love the classes and I love the material like psych and AP hug were like two of my favorites, but it's just, so fast because along with it being an ap class it's also on a semester schedule so it's oh and if you're not like me you you got you got the first semester to do it so you didn't need to worry about rushing like our school's on a quarter system i talk about it a lot on my podcast but we do a year's Mm -hmm. like we do we take eight classes a year so most every ap class is a semester long so it's, but yeah. it's like the entire class, but it's just in the semester. Yeah. But I, for the first time this year, they did AP Psych during second semester, which was so stupid. <laughs> we had from January until this coming fri- Friday, so the 29th of April, to learn all of the 16 AP Psych chapters, which is like the entire book. Ugh. That's insane. So super, like, like if you thought it was fast-paced, imagine that <laughs> times two. It was so fast, yeah. so much information. But, like, I love the class. I love the information. Like, talk to me. I will talk to you about all of my really weird AP psych facts that I love and <laughs> I hold near and dear to my heart. But it is one of the hardest classes I've taken because there is 500 terms that I need to know for my test. It's so fast. It's, like, insane. Um, and that was like an upside and a downside. Cause it's like, it pushes you and it keeps you on top of things, but it drives you insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's like, if, like, if you're out for a day, like you're, you're basically screwed because it's just, you accumulate so much knowledge in one day oh, yeah. that like once you miss one, you're behind for the next day because you don't have the background material. And then it's like, it's a snowball effect where it's like, once you miss one, it's, you're it, missing a lot. It's like that for a lot of classes at our school mm-hmm. and normal classes too, because everything is so fast paced. But yeah, I like told myself when I was signing up for classes next year, I was like, I can't do it to myself. I've gone through all of high school without a single off roll. I deserve wow two off rolls. Like, I deserve it. I've worked so hard. Yeah. Like, I, I've kept my grades up. Like, I'm doing good. But, like, I have not caught a break. And so, yeah. literally, all I'm thinking is, like, oh, my God, next year when I have my off-rolls, I'm, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it's yep. going to be so yep. good. <laughs> it's going to be so nice. And, like, yeah. it will also help me for college stuff in the beginning of the year 100%. to be able to meet with my college counselor because I have so many after-school activities that those – two to three hours depending when my hours yeah. are i can meet with her. like yeah i have two like I, I have two classes right now i have just three open hours in the middle of my day where it's like i can get in so many like different appointments and like lessons that i need to get done um just in that like short three hour period and it mm-hmm. is wonderful i'm so thankful Oh, it's great, and I'm I'm excited to do that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love it. Yeah. I just know it. 
I am gonna take so <laughs> many naps. It's gonna be so yes. nice. Yes. Um, the best part. Yeah. Okay. What do I have next? Okay. So we've been talking for a while. So, <laughs> um, uh, two more questions. One. Yes. Do you feel like Westview has prepared you for college? Because hate to break it to you, and you're gonna hate me for saying this, but you have like thirty school days until graduation. Actually, is that like an actual thing? Like, th- I can't, oh. I can't remember if it's thirty days of school or thirty days. I think it's like, I don't know. Uh, my teacher put oh it. Oh my on, god! My teacher put it on the board today. So like, ew. I know, gross. Ew. That's so weird. I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, half of me is excited. The other half is like, okay, um. Future? Future. <laughs> yeah, so do you feel like high school and, like, the past four years has prepped you for this new chapter in your life? <laughs> Honestly, yes. I feel very, like, I feel very ready to go on because my senior English class, you had the option to take, like, you know, um, expos, which is like the like standard, um, or like um, AP English language, which is what I went with. Yay, AP um, Lang! I'm taking it next year. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love it. I just know it. Um, and then AP Lit, which I avoided like the plague because I can't. it's a year long course. It's super hard, nope. and I'm like, APEL was my balance. I still felt challenged, um, but, it's but not I a wasn't. Year. And I, it was a half a year course, and it just, like, I feel very prepared um, after that class. Because, you know, after two years of online English classes, um, it's, like, you know, going into my senior year in person, I'm, like, oh, God, like, I haven't actually participated in a class for, like, a year and a half. Um And so, finally, come senior year, I'm, like, okay, I'll be, we'll just see how this goes. And um, coming in and out of APEL, I know so much more about like writing strategies and just my learning habits in general. So I feel very well equipped moving forward. That's good. That means Westview did its job and you did your job. Yeah. As stressful as it is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And my last question is, do you have any words of advice for me and anyone else listening who's getting ready to start the college process? Um, I would say pacing is really important. Like, just if you stay organized and you pace yourself and don't make it so that you have to rush, you'll be fine. Um, like... If you just take it slow and at your own pace um, and just look out for your deadlines and give yourself ample time, you'll be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, and I would say just as you go throughout your senior year, just try to live in the moment Because at the beginning of the year, I was super like, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. This is it. You know? And then after a while, I was just kind of like, you know what? Like, just enjoy it. Like, 
there's only so much left to experience. And if I'm constantly thinking about how it's almost over, then I'm going to miss it. I need to stop reminding you. Yeah. (laughs) I need to stop reminding myself. (laughs) So, yeah, I just say it's like this stupid, like, stop and smell the roses. Stop and smell the damn roses. (laughs) It's like... You smell those roses. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. You only have so many days, and if you're constantly thinking about how many days you have left, and those days are going to go by faster, and it's going to be graduation before you know it. What? Who told you (laughs) about how many days were left? Whoever did that was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Poopy, stupid. Um, yeah. Um, I... I'm... I'm... I'm in denial that you guys are leaving, so it's okay. Um, if you don't know me, you know. If you do know me, I have a lot of friends that are seniors. And they're staying with me next year, so it's okay. They're not leaving. They're staying. Yeah, no. They all failed. Well, she's coming with us. Oh, yes. Well, you actually, most of you aren't going too far. Except one of you is going to Paris, but we don't need to talk about And the that. other's going to Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> but besides that, the rest of you are staying in California... That's true. So, <laughs> not super. Poor fun. Callie. I'm not going to Missouri to visit her as as much as I love her. You know what? I'm gonna go on like a world tour. I'm gonna go from Utah, and then I'm gonna go to Missouri, <laughs> hit and then Boston Paris. while Caitlin's there in the summer, because um, her summers are in Boston. Boston. And then I'm gonna jet back home. And I'm gonna be like, oh my god, hey guys, you can come come visit me. Yeah, that'll be my plan. So good. <laughs> well, Megan, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, I had a really great time. Um, yeah, so everyone, thank you for listening. Um, if you have any ideas for episodes or if you want to be a guest on an episode, please message me. I'm pretty much open. Once I'm in Israel, I will not be able to post any episodes, but I'll be recording episodes while I'm there. Which is really cool. Hopefully that will work out. I'll have to record it on my phone. But we'll see how that goes. But, again, thank you for tuning in. And, just remember, when life gives you lemons, make sweet, sweet lemonade. Bye!